Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome back to a little bonus episode of Where Does the Player Sign? Where we look at a player who's currently up in limbo with his contract in the league and kind of look at some landing spots of where I think they should land and where I would like to see them land. Today's agenda, Tavita Pengai Jr. obviously has been told by Kevy Walters he is no longer required at the club for next year. And Enigma Tavita, um, you know, a couple of years ago, he was the hottest free agent, you know, uh, going through the, he was a Canberra junior, went up to the Broncos, played some really good footy, you know, picked him over uh, Dave Fafita, played some good footy, you know, prop, lock, second row. Been one of the Broncos best this year, but not in Kevy's plan. So I wanted to talk about five clubs again of where I think Tavita will go. He's definitely one of these uh, players that can, bring a lot out of a club and can really, uh, you know, in, in the right position, it can be very successful and, you know, be very, very helpful to a team winning. So let's kind of go through some of the teams that I like here and kind of go from reverse order of most likely, you know, I don't think it's really going to happen, but I'd like to see it up to where I think he will sign. So number five, the Cronulla Sharks. I think it'd be a great landing spot. You've already seen the kind of signings they've done for next year with Nico Hines and Cameron McInnes. Look, Wade Graham, I think it should be his last season. I think Talakai is a great impact player off the bench, so that number 12 jersey is wide open opposite Britain Nakora in the back row. Tavita Pengai would be beautiful. If you could partner him, again, if you put him next to Matt Moylan or uh, Nico Hines, it's a great safety vow. You know, the short ball can work very well there. One of those guys that gets over the advantage line can, you know, slide a hand similar to uh, a Wade Graham, you know, not a skillful with ball in hand, but I can definitely, you know, give you some of those attacking options. Um, I really like it, you know. They're, they're dying for a second row, you know. Again, they may just slip Talakai or Teague Wilton in that second row spot, but, you know, they've got some money coming off the cap next year with Fafita and Dugan and Johnson. I really like the idea of putting a Tavita Pink guy there. You know, it's a fresh start down in Sydney again. It's a club, you know, not one of the glamour clubs, but it's a club going the right direction with some of their signings. So I think Sharks, uh, Pengai, it works well. But that's our number five slot. Let's go to number four, the North Queensland Cowboys. Again, another team doing a big recruitment drive for next year. You've got your halves of the future. You've got Drinkwater, Townsend, and Dearden up there. You've got Jason Tomalillo at lock. So again, he'll be playing on an edge. They've got, you know, a couple of second rowers in there right now. You've got Colin Hess. Shane Wright, Mitch Dunn, no one really locked down that spot. Pengai on that edge, you know, playing in Queensland, the the vengeance against the Broncos, you know, if he's got a bit of a chip on the shoulder, could be a great signing. You know, you could really do some one-two punch stuff with Pengai and Jason Tomalolo. You know, a lot of people, when Pengai was coming through early on in his career, did see a lot of uh, Peng, uh, Jason Tomalolo in Pengai. I think it would look really good again. You got some young halves, you got some, you know, you got Dearden, or drink water, or you can have the experience Townsend on that edge. It's a great option. And, you know, getting nice early ball to a Lamelu, a Tuolungi, you know, Kyle Felt, these are all things that they can do, you know, sweeping out the back with Val Holmes, cheeky offloads from Pengai out wide. I really like that idea as well. It's another, all of these teams so far are, you know, building in the right direction. Go, You know, they're not top of the table setters. Their team's right around the mid-pack. Got some good signings for the next year. I think Pengai... 
even with some of their extra signs would just be an extra stepping stone to getting into the eight consistently and then pushing for top four. So Cowboys for number three there. Let's go to number, uh, sorry, number four. There. Let's go to number three, the Canterbury Banks down Bulldogs. Makes a lot of sense. They're re- rebuilding this four pack on the fly. They've got all their back sorted, their half sorted. Marsh King, a hooker, I love that. You got Luke Thompson up front. You know, Josh Jackson could be his last season this year. And if it is, Pengai into that 13 jersey. Look, I love Pengai in the middle of the field. Yes, on the edge, he does offer some good mismatches. But to me, you know, the more times you can get the ball in Pengai's hands, can he go 80 minutes in the middle? Look, you know, we've seen it a couple of times, but might be in that Jason Tomalolo 65-minute stint type of deal from a couple of seasons ago. But, yeah, him having him and Luke Thompson again, it's another dynamic one-two punch uh, that you can really push forward. You've got some very crafty uh, players coming out the back like a Burton, you know, Adokar, Kotrick, Hopawati, you know, sliding through, can clean up any offloads that he's going to give. The Bulldogs are going in the right direction some of their back signings. I just feel like they've got to really strengthen their forwards. And a guy like Pengai, you know, it's a club that, you know, we don't think of the Bulldogs as a glamour club right now, but in terms of Sydney and the history, of course it is. You know, going back to the mid-2000s, going back to the early 2010s, the Bulldogs is where it's at. And a player like him, you know, fitting into that James Graham, you know, probably not him, but you're going to look at a Greg Eastwood, you know, can think that, that he could have a very similar impact in terms of around the ball with some slight of hand, but also some punch and go forward. Pengai in the Bulldogs jersey kind of just speaks to me. I think I really like that, you know, based in Sydney and a good club. And again, it's another one of these teams, you know, they're right down the bottom of the ladder, but they're going in the right direction. They've got the half of the future of Matt Burton coming in. If you can partner him with a wrecking ball like Pengai coming through the middle, like it a lot. Number two, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Really like, really, really like them. Wanted to put it number one, but obviously the number one, which I think has been linked to a lot of reports already and does make a lot, a lot of sense. Let's go to the Dragons first. So obviously have signed a lot of forwards recently. Uh, you know, you got Josh Maguire coming down there. You got Jack DeBellin coming back from suspension. You know, you got some edge players in Josh Kerr. Um, Jack Bird can play on the edge there. If I'm Pengai going to the Dragons, he goes in the front row for me. Now, whether that means Paul Vaughan is no longer at the club, whether it means he partners Paul Vaughan and Blake Laurie goes back to the bench, I think right up front, 50, 55 minutes since, you just get the absolute peakness out of Pengai. As fast as you can, as hard as you can, go, go, go. That's what this team really needs, you know. Going through the mid-2000s and into 2010s, always had a very strong forward pack. And right now, it's a good forward pack, but it's definitely not one of the top ones in the league. And I think if you can start really partnering, you know, a Jack DeBellin at 13, a Paul Vaughan and Pengai up front, you know, a Josh Kerr on the edge, get another second rower in there, or a Jack Bird with another second rower, you know, I can really see it starting to turn around quick. Pengai is one of these young forwards that can really make a den and you know a lot of reports now he's unhappy you know he's been unhappy a couple of times suspension magnet you know all those things he's still an outstanding player can definitely win your game and someone like the dragons having him as a rampaging forward through the middle for them you know you're starting to set and can go you know a Paul Vaughan in or Pengai DeBellin doing a bit of an outplay getting it to a second row out wide then you got Ben Hunt Matt Dufty going through the middle or whoever's the fullback next year I like it. I really, really like it. And Pengai is just one of those guys that can do a job in the right position. I think the teams that we've gone through so far, he's been on the edge for some. He's been at 13 for some. For this one, I think he's just straight up the middle, go, 
Number eight, get the eight on his back, put him at prop, let him run. That's definitely where I see Pengai doing the most damage for that Dragons team. And I really do like that fit. I think uh, the Dragons need someone like that, especially they've got somebody now freed up with some of the players they've let go. I just like to see them really get physical and uh, I think Pengai can really help them establish a bit of dominance in their forward pack once again. Number one, it's pretty clear who it is. It's the West Tigers. It's who he was linked to. It's the reports that who he was talking to. Uh, I love it. I love it for the Tigers. Um, you know, you kind of look at some of their signings in their forwards the last couple of years and some of their lack of signings. Kind of going through their forward pack right now, you've got James Tarmow moved over from the Panthers, was meant to be, you know, the professionalism and the captain, the leader. Obviously, he's on the back of his career, James Tarmow. I can't really offer you that. When he was versing the Melbourne Storm last week and they were getting smashed, he was on the bench for most of it. He can't really provide leadership from the bench. You know, you've got an Alex Twow who's been model of consistency, but not going to break a game for you. He's going to do a job. You know, you look at the back row, you've got a Luke Garner, you've got Luciana Lilua. On their day, great second rollers. It can look like the best back rowers in the comp. You know, at lock, you've got Joe Offenagawa, you've got Alex Safarf, Thomas McKayley, all these guys on the bench, Stefano, Tukmanu, all these guys doing jobs. But to me, if you put Pengai, he instantly becomes the best prop, the best forward. Where do you play him? You can play him in all types of directions. And that's what I really love with the Tiger signing. He's not going to go in there as an 8 or a 13, as a 12 or 11. He can do all, all four of those positions. You can put him on either side of the ruck. You can put him at prop. You can put him at lock. Whatever you want to do with Pengai, he'll be able to do it in this pack. And he'll be able to, yeah, you know what? He's a, He is a suspension magnet. And yes, he can you know get away with hitting. But God, when some of these Tigers games are really blowing out and they're getting disgusting, you kind of need a bit of grunt, a bit of mongrel. That's exactly what uh Tavita Pengai can do. He can really get your sets going on the front foot. You know, those crash players, they got a very crafty hooker in Jacob Little and even uh Simkin for that matter. You know, those crashy those little crash plays, you know, hitting the lead man, hitting a guy coming back against the grain. These are the type of things that Pengai would really go well at. You know, his offload is the best part of Pengai's game. He can definitely do that. A lot of the forwards besides Lucci doesn't really do that for the Tigers. So I just think it's a slam dunk, you know. They already have interest. They were talking to him. He had interest. He was talking to them. It's a team that really, you know, just needs to get some talent and some blue chips in their team. And he's one of those guys that can really do it. So I think Tigers is a slam dunk. If they can get in for the rest of the season, obviously suspended for the for the next three rounds, I believe, three, four rounds. If they can get in for the rest of the season, look, they're sitting in 14th right now. They've only got the Bulldogs and the Broncos behind them. They've got to obviously make a run here. They're already they're on 10 points. They're the eights on 14. It's not out of reach for them right now, but they do need to get a move on. And if they were able to get if Pengai's relationship with the Broncos is just sour that much where it's just not going to work, why not try and get him early? Get him into that forward pack for those last couple of rounds and really, you know, start creating a bit of competition. You know, I'd like to see if I was to see how it would go for the rest of the season. You know, James Tarnow up front with an Alex Twelve. I think I would have on an edge. Pengai and Lucian Lalua. I'd have Alex Safarf at the lock position. Then on the bench, you would have a Luke Garner, a Joe O, a Stefano, plus whoever your your 14, your 14 uh, utility is there. That forward pack, you know, to me, Pengai has been part of these Broncos teams that's been getting smashed, but he's definitely no one. He's not one of the guys that's not caring. And, you know, if they were able to put him down, you wouldn't put him as a leader, as a captain straight away. But if you were able to put him as a bit of a, you know, mentor leadership role, to really start developing those, what why can't he do, you know, what a Petro did, what a Shane Webke did, what a 
some of these, you know, Craig Fitzgibbon, some of these, you know, real impact forwards that can really just stand up and take over a game at certain aspects in the peak years of their career. You know, he's still a young lad. He's got lots to do in this game. So I really would be, if I was the Tigers, I'd be pushing to make that done right now. The other guy they're linked to as well is Jermaine Asako. Um, when that's confirmed, obviously, that he's out the door. Uh, definitely another guy I'll be doing a podcast on because he's got a very interesting skill set can play in all three of the back positions. Um, but if they're able to get those two guys, especially Pangai, I think it's a slam dunk for the Tigers. And if the Broncos are, you know, locked set on getting rid of him, then why not get done now so you can, you know, build for the future and let some of the young guys get in there. And that'll do it for the episode, guys. Short and sweet. Thanks for tuning in. As these players do, uh, you know, get told to find new clubs next year or players do sign on with other clubs, we'll be coming in doing little bonus pods. Love getting the quick thoughts out there while it's on top of the head and, you know, kind of going through some of the scenarios of where we could see that player line up if he is leaving or, you know, the repercussions of the new team signing them. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.